Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundance Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner, and our co-host, Brian J. Henderson, will be with us shortly. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Gregory. Hey, how you doing? All right. Good. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. We just had a I apologize to everyone. We had a technical difficulties tonight, but that's not going to stop anything. It's not going to slow us down at all. Not yeah. at all. Not wonderful... at all. We have a wonderful show planned for tonight. Yeah. yeah also, you... um, Brian and Gregory, do we have Robert on? Robert is mm-hmm. on the line right about now. Robert, can you hear us? Yes, sir. All right, good, good. We have him on the line. Yeah, good. Hi, Robert. Hey, Yolanda. <laughs> and and, and you're, this is Gregory and that's Brian. These are the two hosts of the program I was telling you about. Hey, Greg, Brian, how you doing? Oh, how we're doing you? great. Yes. Now that everyone's been introduced, let's get on with the show. Yes. All right, tonight's show is going to be about understanding your credit. And you know, Greg, when when you came up with the idea for this show, I thought, wow, this is great. Because one of the biggest things that happens around, you know, this season, well, the season that just passed was everybody just blows their credit right out of the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the Christmas time, and you got to get gifts and toys and Christmas tree, and sometimes you have more money, you know, more months than money, and, you know, you can't make ends meet, and then you go and stretch yourself out a little bit further, trying to make everybody happy so the kids don't cry as they Santa Claus didn't bring us any toys. You know what I mean, Greg? Oh, yeah. Yep. I, I understand 100%. I can say that uh all being young, and we've all done things before. Mm-hmm. I think I think a lot of the students that are in school right now, I, I don't think that they really understand or they fully understand what they're doing. Uh, they can get yep. loans just by signing their name, and they figure at some point, hey, this will just yep. go away. I don't have to tell mom about this. I'm getting financial aid next semester, and I'll make up for it then. But they keep digging themselves in deeper and then deeper and deeper hole because when they get that money to pay off the credits and the loans and the things that they have out there, they use it for something else. Yep. They, always yep. think, they always think that I'll take care of it tomorrow. Well, tomorrow never comes. Never comes. <laughs> and, and when you finish school, you're going to pay that money back one way or the other. They're going to get yeah. their money one way or the other. They may give you a year or two years or whatever it is, but they're coming. So you know, you Greg, one pay- of the things that I learned uh, the hard way, actually, is that once you buy something on credit, you actually pay for it even after you've already gotten rid of it. I have uh I remember back in 1995 I wanted a computer. And it wasn't a it, I mean back then it was fast. It was the top of the line. I spent $1700 on a credit card to basically get a, a 386 with 16 megs of RAM, uh 20 was it no it wasn't even 20. It was an 8 gig hard drive which was top of the line back then in 1995. And it had a 15-inch monitor and a modem, and I had the Internet. $1,700. That computer lasted me all of four years. By 1999, it was dead. <laughs> and I have nothing. To, well, actually, yeah, by 1999, it was dead. And I still am right now paying for it because I put it on a credit card. And because that credit card has never seen a zero balance, you know, here I am. I've paid probably three times for that thing in, you know, in the past 13, 14 years. And an it wasn't even worth buying then. Yep. The funny thing is it's, it's set up that you, you, you never pay it off. Uh, you know, the creditors, they're, they're not looking for, uh, you know, individuals that's going to uh, – you know, you purchase that 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 computer for seventeen hundred, and then you know, when, when the bill comes, you pay it all off. They don't make any money that way. They're actually uh, looking for you to, you know, as you say, keep paying and paying and paying it to say, hey, look, in two thousand and eight, you know, he'll still be paying for his uh, 
computer. So uh, very interesting stuff. And the interest that you're, you you pay over time, as you say, and as you mentioned, you probably paid for that computer three times over, which now um, is, is, as you say, worthless. Uh, now you have 80 gig computers. I think you mentioned uh, it was an 8 gigabyte. Yes. Yeah, it was, it was, that's uh, not a lot of memory these days. Um, not at all. <laughs> Robert, Robert, at all. Before we, Robert, before we go any further, why don't you tell us who you are? And, and we know that we didn't, Please forgive us, we didn't formally uh, introduce you like we should have, but please tell us who you are and what company you run and, and what are some of the things that you're doing to help people out there now. Well, uh, I'm, I'm Robert. I've uh, been in the mortgage real estate uh, industry for uh, quite a number of years now, and through dealing with uh, my clients on, on a day-to-day basis uh, in the mortgage industry, I came across a very interesting situation where, uh, you know, it might be 10 or 20 points, uh, you know, in terms of a credit score in order for my client to get that key to the American dream, which is, let's say, owning a first home or uh, even just uh, refinancing, you know, to a lower interest rate. Uh, you know, we've had that issue many times over, and, uh, you know, because of that, uh, helping my client their credit became uh, sort of an uh, you know another aspect of what I would do, and in the beginning, what I would do is I uh, pretty much would uh, you know refer them out to other uh, companies, and you know which they did a good job. Uh, but the 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 problem uh, that we've had with with uh, some of these companies is the fact that the turnaround in terms of the time, turnaround, uh, the, also the level of service, and then at the same time, I felt my clients weren't being educated, uh, you know as well. So. Uh, from, from then on, I, I, I took the necessary steps and, and find out what I, whatever I needed to do. Uh, that way, I could, you know, be able to provide the service for my clients. And uh, through that, uh, you know, Brixton Premier was uh, was founded, and uh, you know, we've we've done a tremendous work ever since. Uh, I've been doing it for two years now. Uh, we've been uh, assisting our clients with uh, their credit scores. Um, so once again, I'll say it just stemmed from being in the mortgage industry and seeing and noticing that, uh, you know, because as we always know. You know, the, those three scores are very important. Credit scores, uh, you know, it, it determines the type of life that you can live and, and what doors and what opportunities are there for you. Uh could even depend on, you know, these days whether or not you can get an apartment for rent, uh, you know, especially here in New York in our, in our, in our market. But uh, from, from, you know, that standpoint, I felt necessary and I took the steps, took the actions, uh, you know, uh, sat with a few of our people that I were working with at the time and we, we formed the company. Uh, we've been doing well, have about a, a 80 to 90 percent success rate, and and that's not to say, you know, everyone that comes to us, uh, say, hey, look here, you know, it's it's we can fix you up, um, you know, but from our our level of integrity when we're dealing with our clients, you know, sometimes you know I have clients that come to me and it's just a matter of them paying down a credit card that would give them you know, that necessary boost that they need in their credit score. And, you know, I, I let them know right then and there the steps that they take. Because it's funny, uh, it, it's simple things, it's simple steps, very simple actions sometimes it would take for uh, an individual to take that will, you know, give them uh, an, an increase in their credit score. And, 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 you know, that's what I let them know. And, you know, just give them the advice, free consultation, give them the advice, let them know this, by doing this, this will help you a lot. Uh, and, and they don't have to, uh, you know, Come to me for me to for, for me to necessarily help them just by giving them that advice. But then there are the clients that, as you say, and pretty much as you mentioned, a lot of us that you know made that those mistakes in the past, you know, through college or whether you know you had a, a financial situation, whether it was through health, uh, death in a family, uh, loss of employment, uh, disability, uh, you know, and these are random situations, uh, you know, come up in life, and it's a part of life. These things are going to happen. And, you know, when these things happen, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, you have to take care of the health issue or you have to take care of that major crisis. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, for the past students that were uh, educated about the, uh, you know, the industry at the time, they made some mistakes, which, you know, later on they're they're paying for. So that's where we come in. Uh, let, me we come ask, in let, me ask, let me ask you this, Robert. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What, what are some of the steps uh, of student coming out of college? How can they pay? their credit cards or loans down. And I want to ask you this, two questions. Is okay. it better to pay your credit card every two weeks rather than pay it once a month? 
Well, if you pay it every two weeks, uh, what's happening is your, you know, the additional money that you'll be paying will, will go towards your principal, which pretty much means you'll just be paying off the credit card in a, in a, in a faster period of time. Of course, if you can do that, that's a very good strategy. You know, you, you, you're not going to save a lot of interest, and you pay off that credit card sooner. Uh, you know, many uh, you know, individuals right now who owe credit cards, they're not aware that you know, paying that minimum payment on that credit card that you have right now, just by paying it, you know, we can show where you'll be paying on that credit card for 25, 30 years, kind of like a mortgage, by only paying the minimum payment. Because why interest? I have clients that come to me and say, hey, please help. What can I do? I've been paying on this credit card for years. Uh, my, my payment is, 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 you know, almost $200 a month, and the balance doesn't seem to decrease. And, and, you know, that's specifically why, because the interest on a credit card is so high, and you also have what you call a universal default, which means if you have three or, let's say, five credit cards and you missed a payment on one, you were only 30 days late on one of your credit cards. Uh, when you sign up for that credit card, there are clauses in it. One of the things that, you know, the college students might not catch in the, in, in the beginning because they're so excited about receiving this credit card, as you say, in there that say, well, basically, if you default on another creditor's credit card, now they have the right to increase your interest rate as well. Uh, you weren't late with them. You didn't pay them late. You pay Tom down the street late. But Dave is going to say, hey, due to the fact that you pay Tom late, I'm going to increase your interest. And when you're talking about interest, you're talking about double digits when they increase that interest. You're talking 20s, you know, 25%, 22%. Uh, amazing. Uh, you know what's out there, but it's what's called a universal default, um, which means I'll say once again, if 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 you know you have a credit card uh, with let's say me, and you have another one with uh, Yolanda as well, and you are late with Yolanda, I would now through universal default increase your interest rate as well. So that's something that uh, you know everyone should be aware of that you know even though you might not be late on one particular card, and you only say well, okay, let me play with this one a little bit, uh, I catch up next month. It could hurt you in the long run with all your creditors because all of them do tracking. They randomly, uh, you know, review your credit every now and then with the credit bureaus. Yes, Yolanda, what yes. is it that you're doing with the credit? Um, yes, with Robert. Well, um, yes, I'm a certified credit consultant with Brixton Premier, and what I do is, um, when people come to me to get their credit improved, I give them a free consultation. I let them know what we can offer them, what we can do for them. You know, um, what I do is I pull up their credit report for them or for free if they haven't done it within a year, or I'll send them online to do it themselves. Or if they have one which is up to date, say, 60 days, I'll just tell them to fax over what they have to me. And then what I do is I look over their credit report, and I tell them what items we can get removed or we can dispute for them, such as charge-offs and bankruptcies and tax liens, judgments, late payments, collections, and inquiries as well. So I let them know what we can dispute for them, how we can help them, I let them know the prices and the processing fee, and you know, and I just let them know how we can be of help and how we can get started and how we'll work with them. And that's yes. just what I do, and then I pass them on over to Robert. Yes. Well, Yolanda, how can someone get in contact with you uh, that's listening right now? They may not well, be able to listen to the full show, but how can they get into you, get in touch with you right now? Well, there's a 1-800 number they can call, and that number is 1-800-215. 7789 and again that's 1-800-215-7789 and they can call that number 24 hours a day and someone will be able to help them okay and right. they can also now, go online okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes and they can also go now, online now, now after 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 you know Yolanda finishes uh, pretty much I'll give the consultation and uh, you know as she says she turns them off to us I, I want to let you know you know what we do and how we do it uh, we utilize, and, and there's a lot of stigma that's attached to, you know, the, the, the industry, which, uh, is, you know, in, in many cases is warranted because you do have, you know, let me state this, you do have, um, you know, a lot of individuals out there that are, are taking advantage of people when it comes to restoring credit. Um, but what we do, we do this based on laws that were enacted by Congress. Uh, we're talking about the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Uh, the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, which uh, governs collection agencies. Um, they, you know, there are laws. Uh, people don't know that, you know, if, if you can stop collection agencies from calling you, 
if you would like. Those annoying pesky collection agencies, you don't have to hide from them. You don't have to say the wrong number. You don't have to not answer the phone, or you don't have to say, who is it, who is it? No, I'm not here. <laughs> you can actually stop them from calling you, and if they do and persist, you can sue them for $1,000. That's the $1,000 fine that they're liable for. And the you're, collection you're agencies... You're talking about the cease and desist letter, right? No, you, you know when the collection... Yeah, right, um, cease and desist. You know when collection agencies always calling you and harassing right. you and harassing you? That's what he's talking about. They, they're not supposed to really do that, right, Robert? Right. right. Well, they, they can. By, by, they can. They have the, the, uh, the authority to, to call you. But what I'm saying is you are protected uh, under the law that say that if you want to stop and end those collection calls, you can do that. doesn't mean they're not going to contact you anymore. They can talk to you through mail. Uh, you know, th- that's all you're saying. Do not call anymore. Contact us through mail. Now, what we've been able to do with some of our clients that have collection accounts, uh, we've actually been able to work with them uh, through the fair debt collection practices at through uh, one of our strategies we call a debt validation, which what we do, we put the burden of proof back onto the collection agencies to say, hey, look, show, the, show us that this is the person that you're really looking for that owns this debt. And what we've been able to do is we've been able to actually save some individuals money in terms of saying getting these collections removed from their credit report uh, without them having to pay the collection. Uh, now, are we advocating that you don't pay your debt? We're not advocating that. But what we're trying to say is we're putting the burden of proof back onto the collection agencies. And by doing that, you will actually even get a letter. Uh, there are certain instances our client, they get a letter that states, we will stop collecting and we will contact the credit bureaus and remove these collection uh, uh, you know, accounts from your credit report. So you'll actually get a letter from the collection agencies themselves saying they're going to back off and stop reporting on your credit report. Right, because I think once they get that letter, they have what thirty days to prove it. Not the collection agencies. Uh, right. They don't have. They don't have to answer if they don't like. But they cannot continue collection activity. Which means if if we send it to them, they receive it, and you send this through a certified return receipt, they receive it. They cannot if they don't respond, and you know with the necessary proof and necessary paperwork that are required under federal law. They have to cease all collection activity, which means they have to cease collecting on debt, and also they have to remove collection account from your credit report. Now, if they don't if they don't answer, but they didn't verify with the credit bureaus, then um, under law, which means if they stop reporting it, they're not in violation. But if they do not reply and still report it to the credit bureaus, that's a collection activity. They still call. That's a collection activity, and they are liable under federal law if they don't comply. They're in violation. Now the credit bureaus. They have to respond within 30 days. 30 days, uh, Yeah, they have to respond within a 30 days period. If not, uh, you know, of they course, the item. Yeah, right. it's deemed unverifiable, uh, which means they have to uh, remove the item. Okay, and also, one of the myths that are out there uh, is that the credit bureaus are of some kind of governmental authority. Uh, not true. The credit bureaus have nothing to do with the federal government whatsoever. They're just a regular business um, like any other businesses out there. Uh, a lot of collection agencies, uh, you know, they're junk debt buyers. They'll buy your debt, the collection agencies, two to three cents on the dollar, and then try to collect it um, through underhanded schemes. They'll call you, they'll tell you, look, we're going to come take your house. We're going to come arrest you. That's illegal. Not supposed to say it. A lot of them will use fake letterheads uh, from attorneys to say this is real, and, and, and they're not working a real attorney. Um, you know, are we saying that all of them are doing this? No. As with every industry, you have the good and you have the bad. But what we find is with the collection agencies, they're more bad than, than, than good. You know, you read the reports, uh, the Federal Trade Commission, uh, they're always getting sued, uh, class action suits against them. Uh, so they, they, they employ a lot of uh, deceitful tactics. Use the fact that, as I say, they buy their two to three cents on the dollar. They collect from you. That's a nice profit for them. And what they in turn do, they have people that are working on the inside on commission that will tell you anything for you to pay them. They'll tell you, listen, just send us a $10 payment and we'll be fine. Once they do that, what they're trying to do is reset that debt. What I mean by reset. Yeah, they're trying to get you to contract with them. Is that it? Exactly, because let's say, for instance, you have a credit card that, you know, you've owed or you have a debt, an obligation from years ago where the statute of limitations ran out, which means I won't collect on that debt anymore. The statute of limitations ran out. It's uncollectible. What they'll try to do with the collection issues, because I say they're junk debt buyers. They buy these debts. Sometimes they sell them amongst each other. So you might find one debt or one bill that's on three different um, credit credit uh, collection agencies on your credit report. What's happening is they keep transferring or selling the debt amongst each other. And 
you know, I once again to send them a payment. You know, they'll tell you ten dollars, twenty dollars, anything to get you to reset that debt so they can take it out of uh you know, once what you did you reset it, take it out of the statute of limitations and now they they can come after you again to collect on that debt. Wow. Isn't that something? That is very something. Yes, Because yes. I you know I know I know a lot of people that receive those letters, those settlement letters saying if we just pay half you know, we can cut the debt in half, and a lot of people fall for that. Yeah. And I didn't know that that's resetting the limitation. That's very, very informative. Yeah, I mean, not all the time. It, it, it is when, it, you know, what it is, it's, it's interesting. That's where I just feel like when we come in, you know, we review the credit. We'll look at, uh, you know, the data last activity. We could find out if the statute of limitations is still in effect. And those are some of the things that we've been able to do with our clients and helping them to, you know, remove, the, you know, some of the derogatory items, which is unverifiable or misleading or not theirs. We've helped a lot of clients that have been through identity theft, identity fraud, the largest growing uh, crime in the United States right now. Um, you know, clients that have been victims, we've helped them to prove their credit once they've been through identity theft because, uh, as we all know, the creditors are going to report that, look, you know, the, the negative and, and, you know, a lot of people, their credit becomes devastated due to identity theft. Uh, I remember uh, a well, it was about four or five years ago, my mother, uh, she went through it. You know, they were ordering from Bose, Apple, uh, a number of different, I think about $20,000 in debt they ran up on, on her credit. So um, very interesting stuff. We, we, we do help and assist with identity theft. Also, incorrect personal information. Uh, if you have your credit report, if you see a copy of your credit report and, you know, your name is misspelled, if there's an incorrect address, don't take it slightly because that can you vulnerable for identity theft or fraud. Uh, the more addresses that's out there, the more variety to your name that's out there, whether it's a misspelled, uh, you know, first name or last name or initial or, uh, you know, you see an incorrect social security number. And, and this could usually stem from sometimes you could apply for credit or uh, you fill out your information or even for employment. And what happens is you, there might be a typo on, on, on the uh, the end of the, you know, when you're applying for the credit or whatnot. And then what happened is that gets... Uh, put on your credit as open to vulnerability for identity theft when you have a lot of different uh, variables to your personal information on your credit report. That's another thing that we do. We get the uh, personal information updated as well. Um, you know, one and, and our turnaround is very good as well. Our process is very effective. Robert, we're going to go to a commercial real quick, and we'll be right back with, uh, with some more questions. We'll be right sure, back. Sure, no problem. Hey, Justin, Sarah. Hi, Ricky. Hi. Hey, listen, I just heard about some kids who might try to get some beer. So, why are you telling us? Yeah. Well, because I thought maybe we could go and, you know, drink. Why? Um, because, I guess because it's cool. Cool? Why is it cool? Well, you know, we can go and get wasted. And why would we want to get wasted? Well, remember that time when we heard some older kids talking about doing it? So, why should we do it? Well, I guess... I guess I don't know. Sooner or later, someone may ask you if you want to drink. If that ever happens to you, maybe there's something you should ask them. Like why? Because the fact is, most kids don't drink. Even older kids. So think about it. There's no good reason to drink. Want to know more? Check out thecoolspot.org. Hello, my name is Deborah Akbar, and I've lived the last 18 years as a C7, C8 quadriplegic as a result of a very bad car accident that happened in 1990. But today that's about to change because I have found the Brucker Biofeedback Treatment started by Dr. Bernard S. Brucker at the Miami Jewish Home and Hospital. Now unfortunately, even though he's had a 98% success rate, this procedure is not performed anywhere in Ohio nor is it covered by insurance. So I'm raising money so that myself and my family can get down to Miami to have this much needed procedure so that I can possibly walk again. If you would like to send a donation, please send it to Deborah Akbar Treatment Fund, Post Office Box 210034, South Euclid, Ohio, 44121-7034. Thank you.
We're back with the Abundant Solutions Hour, and tonight's topic is understanding your credit. If you have a comment or a question for tonight, the call-in number is 718-508-9600. That's 718-508-9600. And we have two special guests tonight. We have Ms. Yolanda Griffin, and we have Robert. Robert, you didn't give us your last name. Palmer, Robert Palmer. Palmer. Robert not, Palmer. Not the famous singer, but Robert Palmer. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I did have a question about, it was a comment you made earlier, Robert, about the um, the folks that do the, I guess it would be uh, called predatory, you know, the predatory acts where they, you know, try to force you to make a payment or, you know what I mean? Or the guys that that will charge you X amount of do- pennies on the dollar to purchase your debt, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And you know, I can remember when you know when I was looking at stuff when I was like deeply in debt, had a bunch of credit cards as a college student or whatever, and trying to pay them all off. There were a lot of programs that you would see come across the TV, and they would say, "Call us, we can help you." You know, get all this stuff off of you, and then you call the number. And right away, they want to get you to pay X amount of dollars to get some of your debt taken off. Now, is that something that is normal? Because I, I you know, I never did it because I thought that was kind of crazy. I'm going to pay more money, you know, to, you know, to hopefully get you all to look at my paperwork. And I know you said that uh, you all do the free consultation. Yeah. But for these folks, they were like, okay, we'll charge you $100 to assess your credit, and then whatever it is, then we'll charge you 10% of that to get it reduced by 50%. You know, I mean, these are some of the things that you would hear and you'd be like, wait a minute, it don't sound right, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, what, what, what that is, is uh, you, know, you, have, you have settlement companies and you have credit counseling or debt consolidation companies. Right. Uh, debt consolidation and credit counseling really do help a lot of individuals, which means if you're really overwhelmed, you know, uh, in in debt up to your neck and and you need to get uh, uh, pretty much a a comfortable monthly payment, that's where they come in. Uh, It it is a a, a bad effect on your credit because let's say later on when you're trying to acquire credit, uh, whether it's a mortgage or another major purchase, and they see that you had credit counseling, that becomes a problem. Even though your score might not be that bad, let's say a year or two from now after you went through credit counseling, but the fact that you did it does affect your credit. Now, it is better than bankruptcy. Uh, I think that's the last short so. final straw. <laughs> yeah, I would steer anyone away from bankruptcy. It really does devastate your credit. Now you have settlement companies, and what settlement companies do, they'll uh, pretty much uh, make a settlement uh, on, on, on your behalf, okay, with the collection agencies or with your creditors. Uh, they, they'll do that. Uh, we assist our clients with that as well, but we don't charge them extra for settlement. We don't do that because a lot of what the settlement companies do, they'll say, uh, you know, we'll settle for 50 cents on a dollar or 60 cents or 70 cents. Uh, but what they'll say is anything above that that they receive is theirs pretty much, which, which what I mean is this. Let's say you, they tell you we're going to settle for 60 cents on the dollar. Now let's say they go to the, uh, the company and, they settle for 50 cents on the dollar. You sign, when you sign up with them, that the difference is theirs on top of the fee that they'll charge you. Now, I've had a, a, a close friend of mine that, uh, you know, same situation. She went to college, ran up some credit cards, went into problems with it, and she went to a settlement company for them to take care of it for her. What happened is, you know, I, it, it took a lot of time. She said she would try to call to find out what's going on. She couldn't find out what was going on. Uh, you know, and the, the creditors kept coming after her. It got as far as, you know, the creditor obtained a judgment out uh, against her, was about to garnish her wages and, and, and freeze her assets. And that's when, you know, I said, you know, and that she came to me in, 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 in the end, you know, because she know I, I, I work with, you know, credit and everything. She came to me. And I said, well, what you need to do is you need to contact that attorney that uh, sent you the correspondence, work out, uh, a, a feasible payment plan that you can put yourself on on a month-to-month basis and try to get back on track. Um, since you're not going to be paying everything in, in a one-time payment, work out something that you could pay off comfortably each month. Now, what she basically did was she did for herself 
what she was paying someone else to do in, in terms of settlement company. And, and, and they didn't get the result that they were supposed to get for her. Now, I'm not saying you, you, you're not supposed to do this. Um, you know, they are skilled negotiators. Uh, they know what they're doing, um, a lot of the companies. But a lot of times, uh, as I say, with every industry, you have the good and you have the bad, and there are people that are out there that are looking to take advantage of individuals. But what they did, she was paying them monthly. I think it was uh, sixty something dollars per month, sixty nine bucks per month, and it was uh, a year and a half later, and they still didn't reach a settlement, and the creditor was still coming after her. Now think about it. You've paid sixty something dollars time, let's say sixteen, sixteen to eighteen months. Uh, over time, you know that's a lot of money for nothing that had been done. So right. you know. These companies, I say, yes, you know, debt consolidation, they can help you. But just watch out about uh, paying for an assessment. There are tons of companies that are willing to look at your credit and give you a, an assessment without, you know, charging it. And as I say, that's what we do. We let our clients know what we can do. There are certain situations where, um, you know, certain situations, maybe the client needs to take some steps on their own before they come to us, and we let them know that. Because we, as I say, once again, we have a high success rate, and we try to keep it that way. So we work with the highest level of integrity. And, and if we look at client situation and we're assessing it and we know that you know they're not going to see favorable results or that you know we know that look this and this has to be done whether it's you know they have a past due amount past due amount whenever you have a past due balance whether it's twenty dollars a hundred dollars five hundred or two thousand a past due amount on your credit devastates your score um i've yet to see uh someone with you know it, it's rampant whenever you have a past due amount your score gets uh into the four in, into the four hundreds almost certain Gonna go you, for it. And Robert, as simple as paying that past due amount, uh, it will do the reverse and your credit score will go back up. So sometimes I let them know, look, if I can delete the negatives, but with that, those past due amount or those past due balances still remaining with your current creditors, uh, your credit score is not going to, you know, go up as much as you would uh, expect it to. So I, I address it and I let them know, give them the advice on what they need to do, get that uh, account current. And, and what, then, hey, uh, Robert, let me ask you this. What, what about married couples that are going out and they're trying to buy their first home? And let's say that the credit is not bad, but it's, it, they don't have enough of it because, you know, some students go through school and they don't fool with credit cards and, and they have really nice jobs, but they don't have any credit established. Hmm. Uh, well, how, how can these people, um, or, or how could you help them as far as, building some credit to be able to buy a house or, or a home or whatever? Well, uh, pretty interesting. And w one of the things that I used to advise my clients to do that don't have uh, credit and trying to establish a credit, I say, hey, listen, if you have a family member or a friend uh, that has, uh, let's say, a credit card that they've had for two, three, five, ten years that they've never been laid on, the balance is low, uh, they keep it in good standing, Ask them to add you on as an authorized user, and that would now give you a trade line and reflect positively on your credit score. Now, recently, uh, I think it was last summer, a couple months ago, uh, they pretty much reversed it where being added on as an authorized user does not reflect, it does not affect your credit score anymore because what uh, stemmed from that or what happened from that, uh, you had a business that came out of that where you had companies that were selling trade lines. And what they'll do, they'll attach individuals with the good credit cards, the good lines of credit, and say, hey, look, uh, let's add a couple people on for each person. We'll pay you X amount, and then now they'll go and charge the other person that's going to buy these trade lines. So because that was taken advantage of, uh, the creditors as well as the credit bureaus realized uh, that it was, you know, that was the loophole was being, uh, they call it piggybacking. They realized that the loophole was being used, you know, as a business, and it, it was, you know, as I say, going out of proportion and what they did they reversed that loophole where now you can still do it you can still add someone on as an authorized user but it will not affect your score that's what i used to advise my clients back uh you know when the loophole was still there to say hey get someone to add you on as an authorized user and for that advice i didn't charge them i just let them know this is what you could do these are some of the steps they could take uh now uh for someone now that's looking to purchase a home you would have to, especially now with all that's going on with the credit crunch and the subprime turmoil, uh, they are looking for a financially responsible individual. So what I will say is if you know you're looking to purchase a home, if you say, hey, you know what, start from now. Start building towards that from now. It may be, you may not 
uh, have the capital right away. You may not be in a situation to say you're going to do it right now, but if you know you're looking to purchase a home within the next two years, three years, another year, start working on your credit from now. Go see a loan officer or, you know, get your credit assessed. Get a, get, get a consultation. What can I do? Um, the, the first the, the, the individual you want to go to is your loan officer, either, either at your local bank or uh, at a mortgage company. Speak with them. Um, they'll give you the advice on some of the things that you need to do to get your credit increased. Now, if you have blemishes, uh, you know, you can come to us. We'll, we'll assist you in, in steering you in the right direction and help you to, to get your credit in a good standing. But if you really need to buy a house, let's say within three months, you want to go and contract in two months, and you have no credit, fortunately, you have to start building credit. And they need trade lines. And they need two years. Some banks need to see at least two years of season trade lines. And they want to see at least two different trade lines. So if you only have one car that you've had for six months, but your credit score is a 720, it's not going to work for the banks, especially, yeah. uh, as I say, now in this market. Yolanda, this minute, I have a question for Yolanda. Yolanda, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, okay. Uh, tell us about some of your success stories. And when I say success stories, I mean people that call you and you tell them these things that they don't know, they've never heard of this. You know, they think their back is to the wall and they'll never get out of this. And and I want to know, when you talk with these people, mm-hmm. uh, the relief that they get after talking to you, how does that make you feel and, and give us an experience of it? Well, and as you two know, you know, um, I'm on the radio, and a lot of people that come to work with us hear us on the radio. And, you know, they call and they feel like, I didn't know I had hope. You know, they, when I tell them that we can help them to have a, breast, a fresh new start, you know, um, 2008, the year of new beginnings, and, you know, your credit doesn't have to haunt you for the rest of your life, they just take a, a deep breath and they feel like, wow, I have hope. There's a chance for me. A lot of them say, you know, my whole life I've been haunted by my credit. I can't buy a home. I can't do anything. A lot of them say, my children have gotten me into this predicament. It's not even my fault, they say. You know, I co-signed for my child for a car or a home, and it's messed me up for life. And they just say, thank you, Lord, for hope, you know. Thank you for hope. Thank you for a way out of this situation. And, you know, when we pull up their credit and we go over how we can help them, a lot of them are, a lot of them are shocked, you know. A lot of them like was like, yeah. you know, you, go ahead, Robert. Now, look, let me just throw this in. Uh, funny you mentioned that. And yes. uh, at, at our company, what we do, we don't, we don't manufacture uh, client testimonials to, let's say, okay, John Doe said this and, and right. Mary Jane said that. What we actually do, when a client comes in to my office for consultation, uh, what I do, I show them actual results that my clients have seen in the past. Uh, show them items that have been deleted, credit score that we've increased. Um, within a 30 to 60 day period, we show them the actual results. Say, look, this is it. It's tangible. We're showing it to you. I had a client that uh, he was recently trying to acquire a mortgage mm-hmm. uh, through a very prominent bank. Um, I'm not sure if I should mention the name, but a very prominent bank. Uh, and uh, it was a loan officer at the bank that uh, you know sent us uh, business from time to time. They sent us a client, and the client had his credit score of uh, about 656. Uh, which they need a much higher credit score in order to qualify for a mortgage with that bank. And what we were able to do uh, within the first round of our process, within, uh, uh, I'll say, a 30 to 45-day period, we increased this credit score from a 656 to a 779 wow, within yeah. a 30 to a 45-day process. And he sent me. He said, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. He said the <laughs> yeah. same thing to the, uh, to the, to the, to the loan officer at, at the bank that was help assisting him. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sticking with it. Hey, look, I have tons of referrals that I'm going to give you. And that's another thing I need to point out. We don't market. We do no marketing whatsoever. Yolanda knows this. Uh, our, our business is, is strictly 100% through referrals from, from our clients that have seen the positive results, the positive outcome. Uh, they refer a friend. They refer their family members. They say, hey, come in. And a lot of times with our client, the first thing they'll say is, look, I have a lot of people I can send to you, but they want to see what's going to happen with me first. <laughs> yes. When I say, look, it's okay. I hear it a lot. Yeah. And then we show them the results, and we get the referrals. And we've been doing good things, and, you know, we pride ourselves in our success rate. We work on a high level, very high level of integrity. So if we know that with a particular situation, the clients need to take steps on their own, or if we know they're not going to see the outcome that they're expecting, we let them know. It's yeah. not worth it for us to, 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 you know, as I say, once again, take advantage of a client to have someone that's unhappy and not satisfied. That's not what we're here for. We're here to help. And, yeah. you know, as I say, this was through, you know, being in the mortgage industry and 
you know, having clients that needed only a 10-point increase or a 20-point increase, I said, hey, what can we do? And that's when we found what we could do, found the strategy, we made it work, and we've been assisting individuals ever since then. Even now, I have some of my clients, they come to me because why? Because they went to apply for a job, and as a part of the employment process, they had to go through a credit screening. They got denied for the job. Now think about it. Just three numbers affected you getting that job in today's economy. And we have a lot of clients that come to us after being denied for a job. They weren't even aware of it. I have clients that are trying to rent an apartment. The landlords themselves, not just management companies or real estate companies, but you know, landlords that are renting their apartment on their own are taking the necessary step to review the credit report. They say, hey, bring me a credit report. I want to see it. Or, you know, nowadays you have companies you can order it through for, you know, uh, a little fee. You tell them they have them sign paperwork. We want to see the credit. We want to know what you're about. So nowadays, even, you know, something as simple as renting an apartment, they're reviewing your credit for that. So it's not just about uh, a home, buying a home, or buying a car, or getting a credit card. Uh, you know, it's it's being more and more. It's getting into our lives as as far as affecting you getting an employment or even getting an apartment, right? Yes, and Brian and Greg, we have also one customer who we work with, and she's she's willing to give her testimony about working with Bridgeton Premier. So if you'd like to hear her testimony, we can also sure. call her. Sure. Whenever, you know, whenever you're ready, though. Okay. Sure. I oh. mean, mm-hmm. we don't have a problem with that. You know, I do want to go to commercial break right yeah. quick, yeah. and when we come back. I want to hear some solutions to just uh, well. When we come back, we'll we'll discuss on some more solutions to the credit problems that okay. people are having. Okay. I'll okay. be right back. Thank you. If someone you love has a problem with drugs and alcohol, isn't that expecting this? Yeah, but it's the right thing. There is something you can do. I think I'll be okay with this. You can celebrate his recovery every chance you get. For drug and alcohol treatment referral for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Vanessa Williams has one of the best voices in modern music. Did you ever wonder what got her hooked on music when she was growing up? My fondest memory of music in school would have to be playing French horns in the high school orchestra. Under the direction of Mr. Angelo Morosco, we got a chance to travel all over the world. We went to Caracas, Venezuela, Miami, Florida, Nassau, Bahamas, and Seekonk, Massachusetts. Music is like team sports, says Williams. Kids are in it together. Music is good for kids because it teaches you a craft. It demands perfection. It forces you to excel. And it also allows you to be a part of something beautiful that makes wonderful music that transcends all kind of boundaries. A PSA brought to you by MENC, the National Association for Music Education, Gibson Guitar, Baldwin Piano, and this station. Music, part of a sound education. We're back with the Abundant Solutions Hour, and tonight's topic is understanding your credit. You know, the question I have is, okay, let's say I'm a fresh out of college, you know, student making $20,000 a year, and I got $20,000 in credit cards because when I was in college, they gave me one as a freshman, and then they gave me one as a sophomore, and then they gave me one as a junior, and because I had those three, they gave me a whole, you know, bunch more, you know, and... I could be actually talking about myself, but, (laughs) you know, and then I I make the decision that I want to get rid of them. What would be the simple process in getting rid of debt to to build my credit? Because simple process, but the simple process to that solution, and I'm going to do this through personal experience of what I've experienced with my sister. And my older sister, actually, uh, she went through college, same thing. Uh, we heard the story over and over again. Got the credit cards, ran out the bills, couldn't manage the payment. The simplest thing you could do, number one, talk to your creditors. If it's overwhelming, talk to them. They want you to pay them back. 
they want to take the, you know, the, in, instead of running and hiding, and sometimes it's as simple as talking to them, calling them, say, hey, I want to work this out. Even if you're going to start at 50 bucks a month, you start chipping away, and, you know, late payments when they're recent, you know, let's say, uh, you know, two years ago, once they start to age, late payments have less and less of an impact on your credit risk, on your credit score. So the time uh, of the recentness of the late payment, they'll affect your credit score no matter what. As long as they're on the, the, your credit, they'll affect your score. But the level of that effect reduces as time goes by. So the first thing you want to do is start to get back on track. Let them know. Be honest. If you can afford $50 a month and your minimum payment on that credit card was 300 let them know. Instead of saying, I can't afford it, I can't do it, that's what you do. And then start also employing some cutbacks. Um, cutbacks, what I mean is, one thing I do is I cut my cable in the summer. I have no cable whatsoever because in the summer months, I'm never home. Outside of the office, outside of working, you know, I love the warm weather. You know, I'm from the Caribbean, so I, I want to go and I want to enjoy the weather. Uh, you know, I'm always out. In the winter, I'm always home. So what I do, I put it on. So try to save wherever you can. Even if you're going to cut back on something for two to three months, start to pay back on those debt. And as I say, my sister, she had terrible credit when she came out of college. Uh, she had every single credit calling her possible. Now she has impeccable credit. Uh, she now owns two homes. Um, as a matter of fact, last year she closed on uh, a brownstone with her fiancé. Together they did it. Uh, she bought her first home about two to three years ago, and I was shocked. And this was basically from knowing her coming out of college and, and what she went through. And, you know, slowly but surely she chipped away at it until she got back on track. And sometimes, you know, if you're backed up and the debt is not charged off but you're just past due, they haven't closed the account, you're 150-plus days late and you never made a payment for three to six months, you know, the, the account still might not have been closed. So you can catch it before they close the account. Talk to them. Also, if you know you're going to have some tough times ahead, call your creditor again. Speak with them. Let them know that you're going through a hardship or you expect, you know, there's a financial situation going on and, you know, you want to work out a lower payment. You want to, you know, get those payments in line. So the simplest way of doing this Call your creditors themselves. Talk to them. Start working on a payment plan. As I say, if you're out of college, you want to get back on track, start chipping away at it from now. Because what you don't want is five years from now, two years, three years, when you have the income, you're ready to buy the property, but you go and you can't obtain that mortgage, that becomes a problem. Also, you might have never been late. You might just have the credit cards, you know, but they're maxed out or close to the limit. That affects your credit score. You know, one of the first things they'll tell you when you're trying to, your realtor will tell you when you're trying to purchase a home is, hey, pay off those credit cards or pay them down. Because why? Your balance in, in relation to your, your credit limit, it affects your credit score. You want to always keep your balance, you know, at, at 40% or below. Now, anything over yeah. that, and it starts to affect your score. Right. Let me ask another question. One thing that I did learn was that if you have a zero-balance credit card, and you've had it for a while, don't close it. You know, because I always thought, man, cut them up, close them. And someone said, no, if you've had one for maybe two, three, four years and you have nothing on it, you can cut it up, but don't close the account. Because the longer you've had a, had the account with a zero balance, you know, the better it looks on your credit score because you haven't used it. You have the available credit, but you haven't used it. How true You're is that? You're, you're right and you're wrong. Okay. You're right in the fact that you don't want to close um, your accounts, okay? Uh, the longer you've had the credit established, the better it is for you. But a zero balance doesn't help you at all. Remember, if you go to obtain a mortgage and you've had the credit card for two years, three years, five years, ten years, never, and you don't have a balance on it, it's not when you go to sit down and get a mortgage, they don't have a track record to look at. Yeah, you've had zero balance, but what they want to see, remember, your credit is all about how you handle the financial responsibility. So by you having the account open and not using it, uh, you know, it, it, it's not helping as you would think. You want to carry a small balance, very small balance, and pay on it, make your payments, pay more than the minimum payment so you're not uh, – 
know, paying too much on interest because, as I say, you pay more than a minimal payment. The more you pay, the more you chip away at it. But you want to keep it at a, as I say, 40, you know, percent or lower. You know, use it to buy gas and, 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 and you know, pay your bill at the end of the month. But they just want to see that you're carrying a revolving balance and that you handle that obligation, um, you know, in a, in a responsible way. So carry a small balance, less than, uh, as I say, you know, 40% or less, but having zero balance doesn't necessarily help you in terms of, uh, you know, reviewing your credit to, let's say, to, to obtain a mortgage. They want to see that you've, you, you've had some, 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 you know, revolving debt for a period of time and you've been paying on it on time. That's what's important to them, not a Robert. zero balance. Is, is it true that the credit bureaus can only post negative activity for seven years? Well, another thing, that's another myth. The, the opposite is true. The credit bureaus are required by a law to remove it after seven years. There's no law that states that it has to stay there for seven years. Right. In actuality, right. there's no law that they have to report anything on you at all. The law just states that after seven years, they must take it off. So whenever you might hear, oh, it has to stay there for seven years, not true. It doesn't have to stay there for seven right. years. The law requires them, or else they will keep it there indefinitely. Think right. about it. If the law wasn't there, everything would be to haunt you for life, as, as, as we all use uh, that term from time to time. Right. Yolanda, we, we had you on our show a while ago, and you know me. I'm a, I, I, I love to come out of the Bible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm going to say this. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people probably don't know it, but in Deuteronomy 15, yeah. Uh, the, the Deuteronomy 15 in the first verse it says, yeah. "At the end of every seven years, oh yeah, must cancel debts." Yes. That's the law. Yes. And yes. I guarantee you, that's where they get that from. Yeah. Well, ain't that something though? It's right there. That's it's interesting. Right there. I, I I just learned that myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you taught me something tonight. Yeah. yeah. It, it's right there. It's right here in the Bible. It says. This is how it is to be done. Mm-hmm. Every creditor shall cancel the loan he has made to his fellow. It's talking about the Israelites. Yeah. But that's where that comes from. Ain't that something, though? Yeah, that's where wow. that comes from. Yeah, but, and but, another thing. Wow. Yeah, it's in Deuteronomy. If you turn to it, it's right there. It's talking about it. Yeah, and did you know also something that um, credit cards, like in the Bible, it mentioned usury, interest, putting interest on loans? Yeah. You know, that was against the Bible as well. Yeah, and that's what a lot of them. That's what they're doing. The credit card companies, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of usury going on. Yes. But I'm 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 glad for people like you and Robert that are stepping up, that are helping people, that are giving them the hope. Yes. Because yes. our people are perishing for the lack of knowledge. That's, yes. that's so true. Mm-hmm. And and the things that Robert is doing, I I, I guarantee you, he he's probably you, you can go somewhere, Robert, and somebody is saying. Man, I can't do this. I can't, and, and I, I, I get. I can almost see you smiling, like if only you knew. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. A lot of times, a, a lot of times, mm-hmm. uh, I, I come across that that particular situation, and you know, I, a lot of my clients come to me, and I say I educate them in the process, not to say, okay, I'm gonna clean you up and put you back out there, get messy and come back again. I actually educate uh, my clients in the process. You know, I tell them, you know, I let them know what's important. I let them know the factors that affect their credit because it's not only just you know late payments and having collections and 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 the sort affects your credit negatively. You know I mentioned one of them earlier. You know carrying a high balance on your credit card, um, whether you're maxed out or close to the limit, that that severely affects your credit score as well. And a lot of times I say, wow, I never know that. I just thought I had to pay it on time. Oh, uh, you know I've had one of my clients that you know the credit score was in, in the low sixes, and they were wondering the. the the cards I've had them for years. I've never been late. They're clean. There's no collections, no negative. My score not in the 700s. And I say the reason why because you have a lot of credit cards, too much, too much consumer consumer debt. And number and number two, you're 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 either maxed out or close to the limit. That affects your credit score negatively as well. And yeah, and Robert, I had one client who called and said. I've been only late 30 days, and it's on my credit report. For five years, I've been paying my credit good, and 30 days I'm late, and it's on there? So, yes. you know, it, it shocks these people. Well, you know, funny you should mention that. I'm going to give you another one, and I'm going to step into the mortgage industry for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of clients that would pay and prepay their mortgage. They would pay every two weeks, um, or they would pay extra every month, extra every month. But let's say 
two years down the road or a couple months later, they had a disability, couldn't go to work. Now the income gets shortened a little bit. And your creditor, they're still looking for that payment every single month. They're not going to say, no, you've paid us. Uh, you know, sometimes you've even paid us more. We're just going to let you slide for this month. Get well soon and call us when you'll be able to make that payment. It's not going to happen. They'll foreclose on your property um, um, mm -hmm. before they, 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 they go through that. So um, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty, very pretty interesting stuff. And there's a lot to learn about the credit. And, you know, every day, each and every day, I learn something new and I'm in the industry. Um, so there, there's always a lot to learn. Yes. Um, you know, and, and you know what it is? Life gets in the way. Uh, it's not to say we're, we're negligent and we don't want to know what's going on, but sometimes you, know, you, you, you go out each day, you're working hard to pay the bills, the credit cards. When you get home, you have the kids, you got to get them ready for school the next morning. You, know, you, you got to take care of them, you got to make dinner. Uh, you, know, you don't have time to seek the information. And you know, I have to say to my clients, this is where I come in. Uh, you pay me for time, my knowledge what I know and what I'm going to do for you because I'm going to teach you at the same time as I'm helping you. So, uh, you know, I, I'm here for that and I, and I, you know, do my consultations. You know, sometimes I have to say it's simple things the clients can do on their own where they don't even need to pay me for anything and I'll let them know. I won't hide the information. I'll let them know because why? By letting them know and telling them and helping them, they're going to help me in return because they're going to know someone that's, needing, that's going to need the help and who they're going to think of. Let me send them to Robert. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why I say our business is strictly 100% by referrals uh, and through networking. We don't, we don't do any uh, marketing or advertising of the sort. And, you know, before the, the show wraps up, I just want to touch on one thing that, uh, you know, there's a stigma. You know, I talked about it earlier. You know, as far as uh, you know, credit restoration, it's not illegal. Uh, it, 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 you know, as I say, we work. We use the laws that were enacted by Congress. However, as I say once again, you do have companies out there that will try to seek, take advantage of people. We've heard of scams in the past. I'm sure uh, you guys oh, have probably yeah. heard of oh, those yeah. before yet. But one of the things that you want to watch out for, guarantees. Whenever someone say, oh, it's 100% guarantee, we're going to clean you up, that's a scam. No one can ever guarantee you an outcome. And by law, they're not supposed to. Uh, what, what's good is if you're offered a, a, a refund if you don't see a particular outcome. And that's what we do. If after our process, our, your credit does not improve after going through our process, we refund our clients 100% of their money back just to let them know we have a vested interest in the outcome that they're going to see. And that shows that we're fully confident in our process to say, hey, look, if we don't show you positive results, we'll refund you your money back. And we have that in our agreement with our clients. All right, all right. Well, Robert and Yolanda, we thank you for coming on the show tonight. Yeah, well, we need, their, we need their information. Yes, so like, I was so say, people please give us your information. Yes. Okay, I'll give that again. The number, the 1-800 is 1-800-215-7789. Again, 1-800-215-7789. Or you can log on to www.keepingitrealwithjesus.com. That's one word, www.keepingitrealwithjesus.com. And, right. and, and uh, before I go, uh, let me add this in. I won't give any information Yolanda did. Um, I just want to say, you know, it's a broad subject of credit, and there's a lot we could talk about. You know, whenever you guys feel free, you can always call me. I'll come. I'll educate uh, your listeners. I'll let them know. You know, even if you want to do a question session with uh, your listeners where they can call in and, 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 and ask their specific questions if you see how we can help them, feel free. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I yeah. always wanted to give you the time to come on the show. Yes, awesome. Thanks, thanks, Robert. You know what? I think uh, we always have a lot of listeners, but I think I think they were sitting down with the pad because they gave out so much information. <laughs> yes. There was so much information. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because Brian wanted to ask a couple of questions, and he said he's already answered my questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think I think Yolanda, you get that from uh, you know whenever you mention. I think we did a. a we, we, after your show, they were calling in and they said they learned a lot. And look, I had to pull over. I think you said one guy said he had to pull over to write something down. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> one of the listeners, yeah, he said he had to pull over and write it down. Yeah, we covered we covered so much so much stuff it, 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 within an hour. I mean, we're we're at fifty seconds now, and yeah. we it, it, we covered so much. And there's so many people out there that are struggling, that are 
that they just need this information. And again, mm-hmm. Robert, I applaud you and Yolanda for what you're doing. Thank We're definitely you. going to pass this information on. Yes. Uh, and Brian, was there anything else that you had for them? Yes. That's pretty much it. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, we, we need I a new card. a lot tonight, and you know we got a lot okay. of good information for our listeners. Yes. Yes, and you know we we just want to offer people a new start. You right. need to get out of bondage. And I would say, listen, when 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 you call in for your consultation, feel free to ask us for for some results. We'll, we'll we'll show them to you. We'll send you some results. We'll fax it to you. However, we'll show you the work that we've been doing, so that you can be rest assured that we're going to assist you. Not here to take advantage of you. And also, uh, do remember uh, I mentioned the the the, the refund guarantee. Uh, also, no. when you get to consultation. Yes. Yes. That's the key, right? That's the sign. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's over. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to try to tell everybody to please listen in on Monday. So yeah. for those yeah, that are still on the line, please listen in to Monday. Joe, yeah. with that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour, and we thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.